2: lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, The Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and it's been a blast so far. Let me finish this up here. In case you missed it, you're, you missed some history, I can't recap it all for you. The Ask Dr. Jesse question was what I think should be done about Mexico, so let me just let me just tell you I've been talking about Julius Caesar and the Gallic Wars and... While he's trying to take over Gaul, these Germanic tribes keep crossing the Rhine to go raid in Gaul, and they're messing things up for Caesar. So what does Caesar do? He actually did this twice. People think he did it once, but he actually did it twice. Caesar went over to the Rhine, and his friends on the other side of the Rhine, he had friends on the other side, they actually offered him, hey, hey, come on over. Uh, we'll give you some boats. We'll get you some boats so you can cross the Rhine. And Caesar said, no, 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 I don't, uh, I don't need boats. I'm good. Caesar took local lumber from the area with no electronics, no GPS, no laser pointers, no nothing, Roman technology. And in 10 days... Caesar built a bridge across the Rhine. He then marched his army across the Rhine, raised some serious ruckus over there, and then crossed back over the Rhine and promptly tore the bridge down to prove to those Germanic tribes, I can come back anytime I want. You're impressed by this bridge? This bridge was nothing to me. I'll tear this one down. Don't make me come back and have to build another one. Which he actually ended up doing. He did this in 55 BC and then 53 BC. After 53 BC, Caesar never had to do it again. Those Germanic tribes realized, "Ah, you know, I think we'll just stay over here. I have mentioned this for the longest time. It's... Untenable. What a great word. What a great scrabble word that is. Chris, when you go to community college like I did, you'll learn how to use big words like that. It's not tenable. It's not it's not going to be a long-term thing. It's simply not going to last long term for the United States of America to be a modern nation on the border with a third-world narco state. That doesn't work. We we share a border. And too much of that bleeds over into here. What do I think should happen? Honestly? Well, you know how much I hate half conquest. I think one of two things should happen. If you want me to be gentle, you want to be gentle, Jesse, a gentle shogun, then I think we should simply take one of the narco states, just one on our border, And no special forces. Well, we can include special forces, but we don't need to tiptoe in. We don't need to go at night. You send a few divisions across the border with air power. In fact, make it one of the borders on the ocean, and we'll send naval power there. And we'll shell the area to dust. We will then carpet bomb it to dust. We will send our troops in there to virtually wipe the place out. And then we will pack up all of our stuff and we'll go home and we're going to, when we do that, we're going to find the tallest mountain in that area. So we'll go to Sinaloa because those have the tallest mountains and we'll etch it in stone before we leave. Don't make me come back and we'll go right back across the border. Now, maybe you think that sounds harsh. Watch all the problems work themselves out real, real quickly. That's, the nice solution the harsh solution is actually probably the one that's nicest in the end we should just conquer Mexico you can yell about that all you want half the country half the poor people in that country because you know I love I'm a, I'm a I love Mexico I love the Mexican food I love the Mexican people I think it's cool culture I love their beer it's a great place to vacate I love I love the music even the music makes you feel good I love Mexico. Half the Mexican people live under control of a narco state. Half. You realize that? The other half live under control of a corrupt government that's been bought off by the narco state. You can say conquest is evil and it's ugly, and Jesse, people would get hurt and people would die, and man, you are 100% right. They would. People would get hurt and people would die. But in the end, all those wonderful Mexican people would no longer have to live Underneath the narco state. Now the problem with that plan is this. Okay, good. You just conquered Mexico. Woohoo. Great work. Well, now you share a border with Central America. That sucks too. I realize it's a smaller border, but do you keep going? You justified it for Mexico. I mean, Hey, I hear Guatemala's nice this time of year. Do you just keep going? And soon you find yourself in Venezuela. And soon your are is Khan. Where do you stop? That's the problem with conquest. Where and when do you stop? What, Chris? See, Chris said we should do an EU thing and call it like a North American action. The problem with that, Chris, is that's half conquest. I don't, I don't like that. Take it or don't take it. All right. Either get involved or don't get involved. Either way, situation isn't that good. All right, Jesse. Man, this one hit home. Come on, brother. You can't set us up for a ghost story and then not deliver. I've done this twice. Someone asked me for a ghost story, and I forgot to do it. So here's what we're going to do. Before we get to the rest of this, before we get to the rest of these Ask Dr. Jesse questions, people asked me, do I believe in ghosts? Have I ever experienced ghosts? Wanted to hear me tell a ghost story. Okay, here's, here's the deal with me. I want to believe in ghosts. I don't know why. I do. I, I want to believe in ghosts. And when I put out the calls for ghost stories, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that next week. That'll be fun. But when I put out calls for ghost stories, I get cool ones in. And I always think to myself, that sounds cool. But I've never experienced one. And I try and I try and I try. And I don't know what it is. Maybe I have an odor the ghosts don't like. They never come around when I'm there. So... Chris said it's because they don't exist. Shut up, Chris. Yes, they do. Anyway, I constantly, I told you I seek these places out. I want to go to haunted places. This is places haunted. Oh, go to this place or that place. I've told you my favorite city probably in America is Charleston. I love Charleston, South Carolina. I've just spent so much time there and went down there with the wife one time. And you've always got to do history stuff in Charleston because there's so much cool history stuff there. And we decided to do a haunted jail tour in Charleston. Now, we did it total, totally cheesy and touristy. We do the horseback carriage ride, which is actually really cool because they give you a cool history tour of the city. Hey, this is where they offloaded the slaves. This is what happened in the Civil War here. This, it's a really, really cool thing. But you end at an old, old, old jail. I think 1700s this thing is. It's an old jail. It's this three-story building. And we pull up to this three-story building. And it's a group thing. One of these things, everyone bought a stupid ticket to the stupid ghost tour so you could explore the haunted jail. And immediately we get there, and it's a group of 10 of us, I think, something like that, and, the, and our guide starts, starts really selling it, really selling about all the scary things inside and, and obviously scary things outside, too. And I remember this like it was yesterday. He points to this window on the second floor. And this, this prison house, men and female uh, men and women. And he says, one of the women who died here. Lots of times you can look up in that window and she'll be staring out at you. And I probably looked up at the window and there was, there's nothing there. There's nothing there at all. But you can tell uh, right off the bat, you can tell there are some fruitcakes on the tour. Oh, I think I feel her aura or whatever these freaking people say. Oh, I feel it. Okay. Well, I'm excited still. I may be a little cynical, but I'm excited. Let's see some freaking ghosts. And the, the place is set up. If I remember right, it's three stories. The place is set up where you start on the top floor, and it, get, it gets progressively worse for the prisoners as you go down. So the top floor is the easiest one, but even that was horrible. They had this big cage set up in the middle of a room, and they would just stuff them all in there, men, women, everybody. So I don't think I have to tell you how that ended up for the women, And they're telling you all these terrible stories and getting everyone's blood worked up. And I'm like, yeah, nice. We're going to see some ghosts. And no ghosts came out. And then we went down to the second floor. And no ghosts came out. And then... Then we went down to the bottom floor. This is the basement. And this is the all-star show of my ghost story. Before I get to that, let me get to your sleep. You see... Ghosts, they are famous for interrupting your sleep. And maybe you're in a haunted house right now. Maybe, maybe there's a ghost behind you right now. There could be. Maybe he is hiding under your bed or in your closet, and it's going to appear in the middle of the night. And you know how you need to deal with that? If you have a ghost that's in your home and he haunts you at night, the problem is not the ghost. The problem is your sheets. Your sheets are not comfortable enough to keep you asleep all night long. The best ghost prevention out there is a, is a set of Giza dream sheets, especially when they're on sale for $29.98 with the promo code Jesse at MyPillow.com. You see, my house might be haunted right now. Maybe like 50 people got murdered in there before I moved in. And maybe at night they're all floating around the room Ooh, doing that sound that ghosts all make. Oh, but I wouldn't know because me and the wife and the kids We're all nestled in our own beds. Well, I guess me and the wife sleep together, not to brag. But we're in our own beds with Giza Dream Sheets. So I'm so wrapped up in this comfort, I've never had to deal with the ghosts. Consider Giza Dream Sheets your ghost protection plan, all right? Lowest price ever right now. Go get a couple sets at MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Or call 800-845-0544. You're
1: listening to the Oracle. You're
2: gonna love this one. It's a scream, baby.
1: The Jesse Kelly Show. Yeah, no Mister President, okay. okay. Classified, classified material. Next to your Corvette, what were you thinking? <laughs> Let me. Uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people. And by the way, my Corvette's in a lock garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, okay then. <laughs> All right, quit. Back to my ghost story. We're in this haunted jail, in what quote, haunted jail, doing a haunted jail tour in Charleston, South Carolina. And we get down to the basement. And this is what the basement is. I want you to picture it's very, very, very dark down there. There's this long hall, and they still have what were the isolation cells on one side, I believe it was one side, it might have been two, but I think it was just one side of the hall. And you're walking down this dark hall with the tour, and you're looking in these cells where these prisoners were kept by themselves, and then the doors slam shut, and they're kept in total darkness and things like that. And it's very dark in the basement. And he's explaining how there were no lights down here and everything else. And then he takes us clear down to the hall, and there's this room. No windows in the basement. He turns on the single bulb in the middle, so where there's some light in the room, and t- gathers the whole tour in there. And already, I told you about the fruitcakes on the tour. Oh no, I feel them. And then he sits down and he explains, and I forget his explanation why this is the most haunted place, and this many people died in this room, and and then he's going to he's going to then turn out the lights. And he wanted everyone to be very careful because this is—he's building it up. This is not this guy's first time. This is the most dangerous part of the tour, and if you're going to see anything, now is going to be the time. And I'm sitting there. Maybe this—maybe the problem is my attitude. I can't stop smiling. I, for some reason, I'm finding this funny. I am sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your tour. I—I'm not laughing. I'm not being obnoxious. I just am enjoying myself. Okay. I'm enjoying the fruitcakes. I'm enjoying the tour. I'm enjoying every part of it Okay. He goes over and he kills the lights. And because it is a closed basement room with no windows, it is pitch black. Pitch black. And on this tour, the fruitcakes were some mother, I would guess she's in her 50s, 60s, and a daughter, 20s, 30s. Clearly, a couple of nutballs. Lights go out and it's pitch black. So I'm just standing there. What am I supposed to do? Stand there. And I'm looking around, Chris to see if there's a ghost. I was looking around. I didn't see anything. I couldn't see anything. It was pitch black. But almost right away, I hear this, no, 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 no. And the guy turns on the light and the daughter of the mother-daughter combo is losing her mind. Sorry, it's not funny. It's not funny. The daughter of the mother-daughter combo (laughs) is losing her ever-loving mind. Because as soon as the lights went out, some ghost appeared across the room and started coming at her. What, Chris? Chris, they weren't plants. Stop being cynical. No, they weren't, Chris. No, they most definitely weren't plants. Because then he had to cut the tour short for all of us and leave us in the room while well, he escorted them. They wouldn't stay in the building anymore. He escorted them out of the building. And then apparently I it was offensive that I thought this was hilarious because I couldn't stop laughing at the time, which only made everything worse for everybody. So there's my only ghost thing. Chris says I'm never going to see a ghost because I'm a touch and feel person. As you know, look, that's what I tell you about investing. Really, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't believe in it unless I can touch it and feel it. Jesse, what do I do with my money? Uh, Buy real estate, land, and gold. Look, I'm not saying I'm an expert. That's what I do. So he's saying that that's why I won't won't see a ghost. Dude, I'm all ready to see a ghost. I'm ready. I'll see a ghost right freaking now, Chris. The ghosts are avoiding me, not vice versa. I'm seeking them out every chance I get. I'm starting to think maybe the ghosts are intimidated by the Shogun. Maybe, maybe, if Premier fires me, and let's be frank, there's a pretty good chance of that happening. Maybe if Premier fires me, maybe I become a ghost hunter instead of no, hear me out, Chris, instead of being one of the guys with one of those cheesy t v shows piping in some sound, oh my gosh, did you hear that instead, I'll do it just as a charity. For people whose homes are haunted, ghost hunter Jesse will go in there. Ghosts are clearly afraid of me, as they should be. Just my very presence will scare the ghost off, make lives better for other people. What, Chris? You're Jewish. You can't figure out a way to market this? We can make money at this. We'll do it together. Well, I know we're not going to see a ghost because they're scared of me. I don't. We're, we're trying to help people not see ghosts, Chris. You handle the accounting, obviously. I'll be the ghost hunter inside. Oh, and I'll dress in all black. I've always wanted to do that. What? All black? Yes, totally Johnny Cash. And I'm going to wear sunglasses even at night. And like that James Woods movie where he's the vampire hunter and he has a crossbow. I want a crossbow. I've always wanted a sweet crossbow. And I'll have the black leather jacket and and what, Chris? Oh, of course the vest with the stakes. You never know if a vampire is going to come out. Look, I've got to be safe, okay? That's basic safety regulations. Oh, oh, this could go somewhere. Look, if you have a ghost in your home and you need help, jesse at com. jesse at com. Ghost Hunter Jesse is here for you, all right? So if you need help, reach out. What we'll do, we'll do this as a charitable donation. Write it off on next year's Taxes, Chris. Everyone knows you're always looking for a tax write-off. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Let me know. Let me know if you have any haunting needs. All right? Now, you may not have a ghost, but I'll tell you something else you don't have. You don't have three months worth of food for everyone in your home. I know you don't. Don't lie. I thought I did, but I'm always, as you know, I'm always trying to build up my go bag and trying to build up things I need in case things go the way I think they're going to go. And I really, food is one of the weird things I always struggled with. It's not hard for me to figure out how to get clean water. We had the drink straws and the things like, it's not hard. Food's more difficult. How do you really get a lot of non-perishable food? Well, my Patriot Supply not only figured it out, They packaged it, they ship it, they ship it fast, they ship it anonymously, and they have packages ready to go. You don't have to stress. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. They have three-month food kits for $250 off. Now, don't touch it. Get it and stash it, all right, for that rainy day that I hope never comes. MyPatriotSupply.com. Go get your emergency three-month food kit before there's a problem. Please don't wait until there's a problem mypatriotsupply.com hang on
1: And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
0: Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
2: Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Berna is legal in all 50 States requires no background checks and can be shipped right to your door. Berna is proudly American manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit bernacom slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I realize that there are a ton of questions I haven't gotten to yet, and so I'm going to try to pick up the pace, but we're going to pause on this for, for a moment. Out of respect, let's listen to our vice president. Uh, a group that has is their acronym, CARICOM. It is the Caribbean nations, island nations, in the Western Hemisphere. That's just where the Caribbean is. We are also in the Western Hemisphere. They are our neighbors. (laughs) You know, that's true, actually. You're going to dog on her for that, but tell me where she's lying. The Caribbean, it is in the Western Hemisphere. And America is, too. Sorry she's out there laying out facts for everybody. Hi, Jesse. I listen to your show as often as I can, and 99% of the time... I agree with 99% of what you say. I want to build on your idea to move from blue states to red states to make them deep red by suggesting we should also be moving from blue states to purple states to turn them red. He goes on to talk about Wisconsin, so on and so forth. He says, thoughts. His name is Ron. Listen, I don't have a problem with this, but here's part of the reason why my move from blue states to red states is so genius, and part of the reason moving from blue states to purple states won't work people are already doing naturally what I want them to do. And that's to move from blue States to red States. They're not all doing it for political reasons. Many of them, I would argue most of them, they're simply doing it for quality of life reasons in their mind. It's not a political issue. Hey, I don't want Aiden, Jaden and Braden to have to wear a mask in school. So we're moving. Hey, I can't afford this. So we're moving. Hey, I don't like this about my state. Too many taxes. We're moving now. They're naturally doing what I want done anyway, moving from blue to red. But they're not naturally doing it, most of them, for political reasons. You're asking people to sacrifice their family's quality of life for political reasons. It's not a stupid idea. You're not an idiot for thinking it. If I could snap my fingers and make it happen, I would make it happen. It's just not realistic. The reason I want people to balkanize is because they're already doing it. I'm just trying to encourage everyone along. Yep. Keep on moving. Keep on moving, everybody. You're, it, I love Wisconsin. Great deer hunting in Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. Great cheese. Oh, gosh, I love their cheese. Anyway, I love Wisconsin. You're not getting people to move from California to Wisconsin Because Wisconsin is always under the threat of having the same problems they're having in California. That's not a knock on Wisconsin. I realize Republican senators and I I get that. But you're you're not convincing people to pack it up in New York and move to Wisconsin. It's not a hard sell to get people to move to Idaho, the mountains, or Florida. But, but part of that reason is they're so red, you know, if you pack it up and move and you uproot your life, you're going to move to a place that's going to be red really for your lifetime, most likely. Wisconsin might go blue next election, especially with the shady frigging elections they have in that state. Madison, looking at you, that's, that's the truth. Dear Top Shelf Bourbon. That's not true. I'm a Jim Beam man. Chris, what did I say that was top shelf bourbon wise? Oh, is this the $75 tequila shots that I had Clay buy for us? I didn't pay for those things. That's not my problem. That's Clay's straw. That's Clay Travis's problem. (laughs) Do you think the concession? You know what? That actually gives me an idea. I got to go to Nashville next month. Clay is in Nashville next month. Here's what I'm going to do. I'll get together with Clay. We'll get a steak or or drinks or something like that. I'll ghost him and leave him with the bill. We'll sit. No, hear me out. It'll be hilarious. We'll sit down. I'll order the most expensive bourbon. They've something I would never order. I won't even know what to order. I'll have to ask the bartender. Give me the most expensive bourbon you have. And I'll I'll tell Clay ahead of time. I'll just lie. Say, hey, I owe you for those tequila shots. This one's on me. And then I'm going to sit there and I'm going to eat my steak and drink some bourbon. And then it's going to be all, oh, man, poof. that steak is not agreeing with me. My stomach is upset. Hey, man, I'll be right back. It might be a couple minutes. Slip right out the door and head. What, Chris? No, you can do that. You That'll be funny. That'll be fun. I think that'll be funny. Clay might not think that'll be as funny as I will, but I'll be laughing hysterically all the way. I'll be in my cab on the way back to the hotel thinking, I <laughs> want to jump. Do you think the concessions being made for Speaker, we will see a shift towards conservatism in the Republican Party like the moonbat communists have taken the Democrats? Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, we are seeing the Republican Party very slowly come around to become what they should be, what they should have been for a long time. And that's the anti-communist party. But I need to stress again, this is not going to happen in twenty twenty four or 2026, or 2028, or 2030, changing the face of a party takes time. It took the Democrats, and remember, they're more committed than we are. They show up in their primaries. Half the Democrats show up in the primaries. 20% of Republicans do. It still took them a decade, from about 2010 to 2020, to take the Democratic Party from something that was at all sane to an insane bunch of Marxists. Okay, so they're more committed than we are, so that means... If they had to, if it took them a decade, 20 years? Probably take us 20 years, I would guess. So I know that's a slog, Chris says more. Quit being such a Debbie Downer, Chris, all right? It's Friday. Maybe you haven't heard. You know
0: freedom is not free.
2: I would say 20 years, 20, 30 years, all right? Hey, part-timer. It's not nice. I'm, okay, I'm not, I've been here every day this week. Not to brag, I'm getting married to my dime this July. After four years of dating. My question for you is this. If you could give one piece of advice for a new marriage, what would it be and why? Keep fighting the good fight, Shogun. Well, you don't need any friggin' marriage advice from me. That is is one. I am certainly not the one you need to take any marriage advice from. I will say this, though. You've been dating four years, so I'm sure you've had these. But definitely when you're married, when you get married, I hope you're not living in sin right now when you get married and start living together. Anyway... When you get married and start living together, you get really worried about fights. Because you're new, you don't want to have a fight. Arguing is so healthy if it is done, and I cannot stress this enough, if it is done only between you two. We had to do some pre-marriage counseling before our pastor back in Tucson would marry us. And still the greatest piece of marriage advice he ever gave us was this. You don't ever put your spouse in a bad light to other people. What does that mean? That means when she's nagging on you, you they'll do that. You'll screw things up too, but she'll nag at you from time to time. You know what you don't do? You don't go golfing with your boys and tell them about your nagging wife. You don't call your brother. Man, she's a nag. You don't talk to your dad. Man, this chick is a witch. You know what you do? You go sit down with her and you have a good fight just you two ladies same thing for you you don't call your sister he's just so distant you don't call your mom mom he's drinking too much nobody ever outside of you two ever knows that there's a problem inside the home you keep it in the home you fight it out inside the home you work it out inside the home and then it's a united front at all times And I'll leave you with this as the coup de grace for this one before we churn through as many Ask Dr. Jesse questions as I can here at the end. Don't ever, 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 under any circumstances, either of you, ever go to social media and post anything negative about your spouse. You You have signed the beginning of the end of the marriage if you've done it in-house at all times your best friend your sister your brother nobody knows about the fights you're having have your fights in private all right all right time to churn and burn through some ask dr jesse questions as we do an ask dr jesse version of headlines hang on
1: jesse kelly back soon
2: The Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't worry, we'll be back here on Monday for a Medal of Honor Monday. Make sure you enjoy yourself this weekend. we got to churn through some Ask Dr. Jesse's great oracle of the masses. Glad to see you on Tucker after so long an absence. I get news and analysis from four sources. Victor Davis Hansen, Tucker, PDB, and you. Quite the mind-expanding expanding experience. Chris, who's PDB? PDB. I feel like we should know who that is. Chris, we need to find out who PDB is. Maybe we're missing out on somebody smart. No, it just says PDB. I did. I did. Anyway, do you follow VDH, your opinion? He's talking about Victor Davis Hanson. Dude, I love Victor Davis Hanson. I was reading Victor Davis Hanson for years ago because he's a history freak like I am. He's, he's more of a history guy than a political guy. Yeah, I love Victor Davis Hanson. And in case you missed the brilliant shogun on Tucker last night. Here he was me. I think I make it the same thing everyone else does, Tucker. Wealthy, powerful <laughs> men in the history of mankind all have access to things. They have access to better stakes and hotter women and faster cars, and they also have access yeah. to people who can make other people disappear if they're going to make problems for you. Today's not yeah. different than than history's always been. That's right. But as a legal matter, like, why don't we have a right to know the details of this case? Well, we have a right, Tucker. What we don't have is a country that is interested in providing these things. I mean, for instance, imagine if we had a federal law enforcement arm that was actually investigating sex crimes against underage women instead of busting pastors for reading Bible verses at abortion centers. We don't have that. Instead, we have... Bill Gates out there running around, scot Free, who was so close to this man that his wife, by her own admission, left him in part because of his relationship with him. Bill Gates, who's out there selling athletes on giving their whole heart to their team, which they seem to be doing a lot lately. And yet no one seems to be interested anymore in just how many trips he took to that island.
1: Well, it's pretty unbelievable if you think about it. I mean, people
2: interview Bill Gates all the time. He's always out there talking about how he's ending malaria or something. Why doesn't anyone just say what your wife left you because of your, the time you spent with Jeffrey Epstein? Like, why is everyone afraid of Bill Gates? I don't understand. It's not that they're afraid of Bill Gates, Tucker. It's that everybody who interviews Bill Gates, since he will never come on your show will never come on my show, everyone who interviews Bill Gates is perfectly perfectly fine with young women being sex trafficked as long as the guy who's doing the sex trafficking is pushing some form of envirocommunism on a a global level. They wouldn't care if Bill Gates had aborted and or molested 8 billion women. Uh, That wouldn't matter at all. As long as he's out there pushing the elimination of gas stoves and everyone drinking poop water, then he's A-OK by the (laughs) Jesse Kelly oh it's a bracing interview love to see you tonight thank you definitely the first person to ever say poop water on Tucker that's for sure no question about that hey gotta be bold out there maybe maybe it's my male vitality stack from chalk that has me extra spicy anymore maybe it's the fact that I take a male vitality stack natural herbal supplements maybe that's why I'm always bouncing off the walls around here Ladies, they have a female vitality stack for you. They have more than all that, though. They have lit powder. I would recommend you make yourself some sort of a smoothie in the morning. The wife does that for us. Lit powder goes in every single one of those vitamins, minerals. And they're not limited to just these things. These are just the things my family consumes, so that's what I tell you about. Endless natural herbal supplements. Drop the big pharma filth. Get a chalk subscription. For whatever you want to use, get the subscriptions because they're 35% off the lifetime of the subscription. And you can cancel at any time. They're not some scam artists. Sorry, right, these are my friends. Chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE. All right? Chalk.com. Promo.
1: JESSE. And now...
2: Here's a headline. Quiet. Go. You know, the, you know the thing.
1: Emails. We didn't get to.
2: Menu Whisper. I don't want to get into a tit-for-tat, but I could not believe my ears when I heard your disaster of an Italian sausage sandwich recipe. As someone who knows a bit about sausage, I felt like I had to speak up. First off, ditch the marinara. Fry your hot Italian sausage patty style. Melt the trifecta of cheese on top. American Swiss provolone. Slap that cheesy sausage patty on a toasted hoagie bun And cover it in some banana peppers and a little mustard. Yours truly, the Sausage Whisperer. Chris, that sounds fantastic. Chris, do they have all beef sausage? They probably do, but you can't eat the cheese with it too. Don't worry, Chris. I'll let you know how it is. (laughs) Jesse, I hear you talk about enjoying a good beer. Are you a Bud Miller guy or do you go for local craft beer? There's a ton of great local craft beer out there, especially in Texas. Well, I wish I really had a better answer for you here, but I do not. Um, I drink Bud. I drink Miller. I drink Coors. I really drink whatever happens to be put in front of me at the time. I also drink local craft beers. Big big fan of those. Love a love local craft beer. I wish I could tell you I was more discerning, but if we're ever, I'll tell you what. I've partied with the great people at St. Louis. I'm going to start doing affiliate visits this year because the book is coming out. And when I do affiliate visits, no matter what the city is, from New York to L.A. and everything in between, I'm going to try to do meetups sometime, some, so of some kind. I'll be signing books because I'm huge and super important, Chris. But if you feel tempted to buy me a beer, you should probably know there's like no chance I'm going to say, Oh, that's not my kind. <laughs> what, Chris? Is there a beer I hate? I'm not big on Guinness. I've n- people love Guinness, and I want to love Guinness because Irish pubs are so cool, and the beer itself looks good. There's just something about it that kind of tastes like sludge to me. Not that I can't handle full body, Chris. All right, I watch The View. Stop. and hey, quit. Grow up. Anyway, I can handle full body just fine, Chris. I just that's not. I'm not a big Guinness guy, but. I really like it all. I wish I had a better answer there. I really like it all. Jesse. Oh, boy. I knew my whole life I wanted to have kids. I used to dream about having a young man that I could teach hunting, fishing, and construction. You know, everything you need to do to raise a good man. Well, to my horror, (laughs) we had three girls and their mother is a dime Italian. My wife says she doesn't want any more kids. But I'm trying to convince her to try once more for that boy. Good idea. Or should I stop now in order to avoid having girl number four? Lord, help me. His name is Jeremy. I don't have daughters, Jeremy. All right? Because I only make sons. All right? What, Chris? The Kellys only make sons. That's that's what we make around here. Um, I believe that God did this for me because I know that a girl would own me. Well, I love harassing my sons, making fun of them, and now they give it back to me, and we have a blast. I love telling my sons, get get up, get back on the bike. Your knee's fine. I love, like when my sons, one of my sons had a cut on his hand. And I talked to him on the way home, and he wanted uh, uh, Band-Aids. So I stopped by the pharmacy, and I got him Disney Princess Band-Aids. He was so furious. He threw the box away when I got home. He wouldn't wear them. So I love that stuff. I was not given a daughter because I know a girl would own me. I know she would. She's like, Daddy, can I have this? Yes, honey, whatever you want. However, do you really think you're going to regret having another baby girl. I know a lot of dads who have daughters, and they dote on those girls. Man, if you want to have another kid, you go have another baby with that dime of yours, all right? Feed them spaghetti or something. What? What, Chris? It's fine. <laughs> I'll see you Monday, all right? That's all. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeOver.com slash Jesse.